This Mental Floss podcast is brought to you by tonight's all-new episode of Adam Ruins Everything, airing Tuesdays at 10, 9 central on True TV. Hello and welcome to Misconceptions from Mental Floss, presented by Adam Ruins Everything on True TV. I am Jeff Rubin, here today with Bree an ex-NFL cheerleader. Bree, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Bree, cheerleading. I've seen cheerleaders, uh, but it's not something I know a lot about. Uh, take me back, maybe maybe to the beginning, like how long, when did you get involved in cheerleading? Is it something you were doing since you were a kid? Yeah, um, it's kind of like a no-choice thing in my family. I, I joke around that we breed cheerleaders. Uh, my grandmother was a coach. I kind of grew up being on the mat, Uh being on teams and in gymnastics, dance, and everything like that. So it was a natural natural thing for me to get into. And how young were you when you started doing it? Like, Oh, my gosh. I remember being maybe, I don't know, two or three. I remember so just you going, can't even remember. I just remember being two or three years old and going to practice and seeing the older girls that were, this was probably high school cheerleaders. I have no idea. I was mm-hmm. so young. And I just remember being like, that is awesome. I want to do that. Um, and then I didn't really, really get into it probably until middle school mm-hmm. when I kind of focused and I got into more competitive cheerleading, cheerleading. So you were kind of born into it, but also, uh, you must've enjoyed it if you, if you went on to do Loved it professionally, it. right? Like what, what did you love about it when you were a kid and you started doing it? Like what, what about it was, what appealed to you? Was so fun. I was a weird little kid. I would sit outside and like sing songs and make up shows on my front steps. And, um, I think it was a natural outlet for me just to perform. Um, but on the other side, I'm also a little shy, so it was an easy way for me to kind of perform, but also be part of a team and not be on my own. So I think that's probably what I fell in love with. I need attention, but I'm also a little bit shy. <laughs> now, I don't even know anything about just like amateur high school cheerleaders. This is going to surprise a lot of people. I wasn't friends with a lot of the cheerleaders <laughs> in high school. Uh, do you, are you... Like assigned to specific sports, or you do all the sports when you're a cheerleader, I guess, right? Uh, maybe we should break it down. Please, we'll do like yeah. a cheerleading 101. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. exactly what I'm looking so for. So, when you're really little, you're in like most towns have peewee. I'm not sure how it works across the world. Yeah, I am from New England, mm-hmm. so we have peewee, pop warner, which is the little, little girls. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, your school circuits and your competitive. So, if you are a high school cheerleader, you're going to cheer for football, basketball. I think now girls cheer for hockey. Um, that's more of high school or middle school, junior high. And then alternately, there is competitive cheerleading, which is a lot more rigorous. You go, you train at a gym, there's tumbling, they're, they just go on these crazy, intense routines that they do across the nation pretty much and compete against other girls. Then you go into college, which has a little bit of both. You do competitive and then you also cheer for your college team. So football, basketball, probably hockey. I'm not really sure. Um, and then I guess the, the top of that is the NFL, NBA, in the professional cheerleading world. Did you aspire specifically to the NFL as opposed to the NBA or any other sort of cheerleading? Yes. Like you were into, <laughs> is that because you like football or is cheerleading, is football like the best place to present cheerleading and like sort of the best uh, forum for um, it? It might be a little of both. I will say um, I, the reason I know I wanted to be one was when yeah. I was younger, my uncle would bring the New England Patriots cheerleaders poster 
for my cousin and I, and we would sit there and we'd be like, that one's you, that one's me, no, that one's me. And so I was always just like, I want the sparkly uniform mm-hmm. and the hair and everything, and I want to be one of those like glamorous women. So that for me was kind of what did it. Uh, obviously, big football fan, grew up in New England. Um, so I, once I moved, it was a natural thing for me. You know, I loved football. I needed to make friends in my new city. So it was a natural progression of what I was going to do. And like, this is post-college in your new city? Yes. So is the progression to getting into professional cheerleading like the progression of getting into professional sports where it's high school, college, professional? Or did you do it in college? Uh, I cheered in college, yes. More of the traditional type of cheerleading Mm -hmm. where there's stunting and flipping and tumbling. Um, most NFL teams do not stunt or tumble. There are a few teams that do. The Baltimore Ravens are one. Now, why would some do it and some not? It seems super just, fun. It seems it, like the most exciting thing to be doing, really right? It is really fun. Um, it's an organizational thing. Mm-hmm. So most, I want to say most teams are really focused on being a more dance-based mm-hmm. team. Um, but the ones that have stunting are so cool. <laughs> why do you think that is? Why do you think they're they're focused on being a dance-based team? Is that like a cheer decision that this is the best way to lead cheers? Or is it more of the, the front office just, I don't know, something with the football game? It's just their consideration. It's are part you of the know? show. It's part of the show. Mm-hmm. So some want, you know, the dance and the glitz and the glam. And then some want that traditional football, you know, the cheerleading, the stunts, everything going with it. That's my, I, that's what I think. I'm not sure. I'm not up there making those right, decisions. Right. But wait, you said after college, you were like, oh, I'm in a new city. I need to make some new friends. I'll get into cheer, like I'll become a professional cheerleader. That's that's how that came uh, that's about? That's how it went for me, but I am known for being more random and kind of just like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and it's going to work out of my friends. Um, but there are girls that have, you know, really trained for it a ton and not saying I didn't train for it. I definitely did not yeah. just roll up and I was like, yeah, I'm on the team. No, didn't happen that but, way. But in high school and in college, you weren't like, I'm going pro with this. Like, this is, were you the captain of the cheerleading team in high school? I, was I? I think, uh, I was, but not, not when I was on varsity, okay, when I was on okay. JV. Mm-hmm. And then I was, um, so actually I, after I was captain in college and then after I finished my college career, I went and did um, a semi-pro team. Which was arena football. It's kind of indoor football. It's a oh, more I've been to an arena football yes. game. So I don't know how. Went to this audition. Got trapped in a snowstorm. Didn't know what I was doing. Completely bombed it. But I ended up making the team and was also one of the dance captains. So that was cool. <laughs> so you try out for a specific team. You mm-hmm. don't, and that was just your local team. What are the tryouts like? Uh, presumably everyone there can hit their marks, you know, and knows how to, is very, very good. So what are they looking for in tryouts to, uh, for the people they're going to pick? So when, uh, we're going through the audition process, basically what the judges are looking for is, uh, charisma, somebody that stands out, somebody that has like a spark to them that is somebody that you want to watch. They don't want, you know, there's so many girls that are great dancers at these things, but they need the girl that just for some reason stands out. And sometimes they're not the best dancers, and I am, case in point, not the best dancer. Um, but you just want to be somebody that's fun to watch and not – everyone's nervous, but you can't let it show. You want to be a performer. So, so what makes someone – I mean, I think all cheerleaders – all cheerleaders <laughs> are fun to watch, right? Like, it's, it's always fun, like, and everyone's, like, smiling and, like – You want to be the funnest it's to watch. <laughs> it's inherently fun because you're smiling and you're dancing. So, like, what what do you do? Is it just, like, an attitude thing? Like, how do you how do you present – how do you stand out as the most fun? Do you have any – yeah. Um, let's, let's go from there. Mm, I think – okay, so I think there's different schools. There's some girls that come in 
eye on the prize. Like, they're like, I'm going to turn it on. I am going to, you know, they got the, the strut and everything. They have that confidence. Um, I, on the other hand, am not, I have to kind of really, like, be like, pump it up. Like, you got this. But I think naturally I am, like, a bubbly, fun person. And I have been told that that is what kind of comes through when I'm dancing, which makes me fun to watch. So I'm like, I'm out there, I'm having fun. Like, I'm doing it because yeah. I love it. And it's fun. I'm moving. And that's what's coming through. Right. Um, so there's, you know, there's two different types. There's your your typical dance girl performers that probably grew up in the competitive circuit, like dancing, and just were really focused on that. And then there's just the bubbly spirits. <laughs> but now, but now, uh, you've made the squad. You're all, you're on the team. And like, what kind of commitment? Uh oh, I made the professional cheerleading <laughs> spot. What kind of commitment is that for your life? Now, what happens? So, um, most NFL cheerleaders, people do not realize, work full time jobs mm-hmm. outside of mandatory rehearsals and game days and appearances. Okay, so wait, slow down here <laughs> because. Do you travel with the team? No. So you're only doing home games. So that's yes. what, seven or eight games a year? Ten games, ten including games a year. preseason. Okay, including the preseason. So it's only like ten Sundays a year that there's like a show. There's only ten, ten shows a year. Ten Sundays a year. Ten holidays, pretty much. But but with those come, I'm sorry, go through that list no, again. No, no. Training yep. and, and just appearances, cutting ribbons, that kind yep. of thing. Okay. I mean, does it start right away? What's the training like? Um. So, well, for me, for my team, uh, we usually have auditions early spring. I think most teams are on the same general schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, our auditions would happen. You'd make the team. Do you audition every year? Every year. How many years did you do it? I was a five-year veteran. Wow. So I hung in there for five years. And every year you got to prove yourself you again. you got to prove yourself. That's it's cool. quality control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you make the team and you go and you have your cheeseburger to celebrate. And then, um, <laughs> then it's the last one for a while. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to, you got to everything in balance. Yeah, That's okay. my whole motto. Okay. okay. Um, so, and then training camp starts. So we actually, it's funny, like, you know, the football players, they end once their season's done, they take their time off. Mm-hmm. We don't really have an off season because our off season, like we're starting to prep for auditions again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you make the team, you go into training camp, we train all summer, we're out in the heat, we're not, there's no pampering really, like we're on the field, we're running sprints, we're running laps, we're doing push-ups, and then on top of it, so now we've had our warm-up of running, then we're going to have a full practice and we're going to dance, we're going to hit our marks on the field, we're going to do kick line, it is very intense in the summer heat, so... And how do you balance that with a full-time job? How much training are you actually doing here? It's a lot of running around. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, I work full-time, and then we would have rehearsal three nights a week, um, all during the week. So I would leave the office, put on my cheerleader superhero cape, run to the studio. Um, we would have studio practice two nights a week for three hours, and then we would have a field rehearsal. Do your coworkers know you're a cheerleader? Yes, and they're huge fans of my team, and they are so supportive. I'm very lucky. What is that like when they find when they find out? It's just like finding out. I, I'm imagining trying to finding out that my coworker is a professional cheerleader. It's like finding out your coworker is <laughs> a superhero. Like they're they're leading this entirely secret double life. We're on the weekends. They're like at a stadium cheering for 40, 50,000 people or whatever. Yeah, I'm really low key. I think um, in my everyday life. 
I don't really like. I'm not the big hair and everything. So yeah, what do people say? With, not so even what, colors, just what do people say when they find out? Well, I'm very, so I'm, my friends always say, they're like, you're very chill. Like, you're a very chill person. So when people kind of find out, they're like, you, you're a cheerleader? I'm like, yeah, you know, like, it's my, that's my outlet. I love it. I turn it on. Um, but yeah, when I got, so I got my job and I think I had just made the team and I had to kind of approach it because I, you know, I have to leave early sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, um... I guess you don't have to keep keep the offer on the table, but I want you to know I do this on the side. So, so. you can tell them. <laughs> that seems like, you know, when you're applying for a job, I think oftentimes you're looking for just like some sort of interesting extracurricular activity, but you didn't even tell them when you were applying for the job that you had this side gig. Only after you got the job, you were like, oh, by the way, I waited. I might I need just, to check out a little early to I go get do a this little insane nervous. thing I do. Yeah, I, well, I got a little nervous because, you know, you never know how somebody's going to react or treat you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want them to think, oh, she's an NFL cheerleader and have a bad right. idea of that. So um, I kind of wanted to prove myself first. That is unfortunate that people will have those bad ideas about, like, cheerleaders. Like, mm-hmm. what are, I mean, do you experience that as a cheerleader? Oh, my God. Like, what, are, what are some of the misconceptions <laughs> people have around cheerleaders? Oh, my gosh. That will... Well, first of all, that we make a ton of money and that we're just, you know, these celebrities or something that's mm-hmm. not the case we're doing it because we love it do you ever get recognized um sometimes just it's like randomly like somebody will see you on the street normally it's a like a super fan of the team mm-hmm. or somebody you've met an appearance at an appearance before that's kind of cool right like, yeah it these is are nice, it actually is nice, so cool they'll uh, say oh i, I saw seen. you yeah. at um you know with the calendar signing and you're like i remember you and sometimes you do sometimes you don't but I'm actually really good at it. Sometimes I do. I'm like, I do remember you. And then you have these random run-ins with strangers on the street, which is really cool in the city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what else? I mean, just like, I'm just curious, uh, like other, I don't know, other misconceptions people have about cheerleaders that you can um, run across. Okay, so besides that we're all, you know, rolling in the cash. Um, I think another one, and this is really funny, and it's kind of a personal thing that had happened, Uh Everyone wants to think that we're this team and we fight and there's drama and everyone's like cutthroat and it's so not like that at all. I I mean, like I said, I had moved to a new city. I had no friends. So immediately I had like 35 built-in sisters and best friends. Mm-hmm. And then... So it worked. It, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. My plan worked out perfect. <laughs> um, but so everyone wants to be like, oh, I don't... Are they mean? Are, you guys all get along? And I'm like... Yeah, we get along. Like, we're coworkers. Do you get along with your coworkers? That's number one. Nobody's trying to fight your coworker in the office. And then we spend so much time together and just going through the training process. It It's like a pressure cooker. You guys get so close right. so quickly. So my girlfriends from home would come visit and they're like, I'm nervous. I don't, I don't know. What if they're mean? I'm like, this is the nicest group of girls you're ever going to be around in your life. Take advantage and, like, soak it all in because it's really the ideal way how girls should treat each other. All right, so you're training every night, or, you know, a lot of nights. Well, actually, it ends up being every night. You're training you're every off night. time, you're training because you want to be on point at rehearsal. But then <laughs> walk me through game day. Tell me what game day is like. What time do you got to get up? Just when's the day start? Early. Is it, I, we talking I can't a, even imagine. Are we talking a 1 p.m. kickoff? Yeah, 1 p.m. kickoff. A 1 p.m. kickoff, I will wake up at 3.34 a.m. 334. Three, well, not 334, exactly. 330 or 4. <laughs> Got it, understood, understood. Um, and then, what time, so that gets That's you to the stadium. That's also because I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what time do you have to be at the stadium? What's- so, uh, pre the whole day for a game day is, um, you know, you wake up, you have your breakfast, you What's get breakfast? ready at your house. Breakfast, uh, game day, I would like to have 
like a hard-boiled egg, protein, something healthy, a green smoothie, and then maybe I'll sneak a donut in there. <laughs> <laughs> and also a bonus donut on the way. But with good reason. So we get to the stadium, um, I want to say it's five or six hours beforehand, and we actually run a full game practice. So we run everything we're going to do on the field before the game, before anybody's even at the stadium. And does that change week to week? Are you, are, are you doing something... How different is what you're doing this week uh, from what you did last week? It always changes. Every single thing? Yes. Whole new set. We have set. a library of things that oh we're going to do. Oh my gosh, do. So you got to learn it every week? Yeah. We, you got you to gotta know your stuff. You're on, you got to stay on top of it. So who, <laughs> who writes that playbook and who, who puts it together? So and, whoever's and, the director of um, every team... Every team has its own director. It's not, you know, this is not the wild, wild west. Right. <laughs> and it, is the director also a choreographer? They're, they're... Sometimes. Some teams have a director slash choreographer. Some teams have a director, and then they have separate choreographers. And then some teams have a director, and then they go out and they bring people in to teach them dances. Um, I've seen it done all different ways across the league. So you have to study, in addition to just, you know, keeping up physically, like you have to study dance moves? Are you like in... At home, on the couch, you know, just looking at a playbook. Oh, no, 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 not on the couch. (laughs) No, so we'll, uh, typically you'll learn a dance at rehearsal, Mm -hmm. and then um, you have to show up to the next rehearsal, and you have to know it. You cannot show up and not know your, you can't not know your stuff. So you'll take the choreography you learned at the prior rehearsal, and you will take it home, and you will practice, and you will drive your roommate, boyfriend, parents, siblings crazy playing the song over and over again, stomping around the house, and also saying, can you video this, or can you watch me? <laughs> right. And then, so you're running, so it's the morning of, you're running the whole thing through, on the field? Yes, that's on the field. Ca- that's gotta be kind of cool, it's just like actually, having the field to yourself. Um, probably some of the best moments of my life. It's that, you know, you get there, a September 1 o'clock game, it's that crisp fall air, it's yeah. a little bit chilly, and you get there and you're just like this. Like, if you love football, it, that this is it. Like, you're, you're getting, you have your head in the game, you're ready to go. And I imagine there's a lot of energy, just like, it's coming, people are yes. setting up for the, oh, yeah. the 40,000 people who yeah. are coming. It's ESPN's like, on the field doing their pregame stuff. It's yeah. so cool. I'm kind of imagining, like, the excitement you get when you're, like, preparing for a party and you're putting everything away and uh-huh. the people are about to show up. <laughs> it's like that. It's several orders of magnitude oh, larger, yes. but, but, but like that. <laughs> Then what happens? So, okay, so then we have our practice, and we have full hair and makeup for this practice, mm-hmm. and then we are sweaty messes. You? We do it mm-hmm. ourselves. I was not a makeup artist, but I have quickly learned some skills. Tell me, what <laughs> is, like, what what is the role of makeup when you're at a stadium, you know, and, like... It's uh, the same thing as um, if you would be in a theater. Mm-hmm. So, it's really, the function of it is to really highlight your face, so people way up in the 300 section can see that you have eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, though, it's not makeup I would ever wear in everyday life, mm-hmm. but, I mean, at the same time, you don't see a Rockette typically going out in her stage makeup. Right. Right, right. So it is, it is like theater makeup. Yes. And it's just, and it is, it's, it's a show, really. Uh-huh. That's how we think of it. We come into it and um, we're not looking at it like, oh, we're going to cheer and we're just going to like have fun. It's no, we're going to put on the best show we can. We're going to cheer on our team and we're going to do it and we're going to make it look good. Do you ever get there and you just, I mean, everyone has days where they're just like, don't feel like doing their job. You know, they just have down it. <laughs> but you are a cheerleader. Your job is to get other people excited. Do you ever have those down days? And if so, like, what do you do? How do you get pumped up for it? Do you have a, your own cheerleaders? So I would say that um, game day, never it never happens. Because if you think about 
the span of time that it takes to get to just your first game day. You've started basically rehearsals in May or June, Mm -hmm. and you've gone through all summer, and you've sweat, and you've cried, and you've possibly bled (laughs) Um, to get here that you have you only have 10 times to pr- to perform and to prove everything you've worked for. So there's no like, oh, I don't want to be here. And honestly, um, the best advice I ever got from girls that were veterans above me were, was that like once you start thinking that you're, oh, I don't, why am I, oh, I have game day, that's time to go. It's time to retire. You're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're, the sparkle is gone. So then the game starts. What happens? I mean, what's the start of the game like? Ooh, the best moments ever. So the best time is you line up in the tunnel before. So I don't know if you've ever been to an NFL game. I've been to an NFL okay. game. Yeah. It's a show. Yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah. It is a performance, everything, the fireworks, the music. So all that's starting to happen, and we're in the tunnel, and then you know you get the count out, and we do our whole walkout, and uh, you line up, and the – announcer announces the team the cheerleading team and then you guys start and you perform this pregame that they you have worked names? on I, I don't not that. individually but they just announce it'll be the, the team whatever's the name yeah, of right. every team has their own um it's really funny so every uh cheerleading team has their own like name that goes along with whatever right, football like a team sub-brand. yeah it's really cute some of them are really funny but um so you know you've you've practiced this pregame for months and you're like all right here we go let's do it it's just such an awesome feeling. And then from there, you get into the kickoff lines, and there's the, you know, the pyros going off, and the players yeah, are running out, and the crowd is screaming, and then you do the national anthem. And then after pretty much national anthem, it's go. Like, you get off the field, and you're in your corners, and you dance the entire game on the sidelines. Are you able to follow the game at all from the side? I mean, you, you have the best seats in the house to some degree, right? Like <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. So are you able to follow the game at all? Are you, are you, do you ever get to watch and enjoy the game? I fully do. Um, it was a skill I had to learn. My first year was really overwhelming, and I love football. I'm a huge football fan, so it was Football's hard. kind of hard to follow from the stands yes. more than other sports. Yes, like I do It really find... benefits from TV coverage. If you don't understand football like 100%, it's really hard to know what's going on on the field if you're on the field or you're in the stands Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't have the announcers kind of explaining to you what's going on. So what is the trick that you learned in your first year that helped you be able to follow the game from that vantage point? I don't know if it was a trick of learning to follow football better. It was more so I got my feet under me with the dance aspect. So, so you, were, you weren't you didn't have to, you had some brain cycles to once spare. Once you got into the, <laughs> once you got into the psych, uh, the, the routine of everything. So everything that we do on the field, it's very militant. Uh, I think people think it's like a free-for-all out there, but we have procedures. No, I don't think that at all. You guys are all doing the exact same thing at the exact same time. It's yeah. extremely And we're doing organized. it like across the field yeah. with each other. So like there's, you know, counts for everything and there's time frames that you have to do stuff in. Um, but by, I want to say by my third year, by third year I wasn't a leader yet. I was still just a veteran and then my fourth year I became a, a captain and you really have to pay attention to the game then because you have calls you have to make based on what is going on in the game so what are the calls a captain has to make uh first down certain things that the team does on first down third down okay touchdown so, how did, so what does that mean you see first down and you're like okay these are our first do you have specific routines yes. that are tagged with first down or do you have specific routines well, for every, positive outcomes or for yeah, negative well, outcomes well everybody knows that this is all um, you know game day type situations and we practice these um, 
So first down comes, and we have whatever is set that we all do. And it's been the same for the team for the entire time. So it's something that a girl from the first year of the team would probably know, and it's something that we know. It's just what – it's typically – mimics what the fans are doing gotcha yeah, um, yeah so i'm not sure across the league what everyone does but mm-hmm. every team has its own specific thing um and then when they score a touchdown every cheerleading team will have their own dance that they do to celebrate the touchdown and for field goals um if players get hurt there's different things you do does everyone do, do all the cheerleaders does everyone care about football or there's some who just uh First down just means a dance to them, and it doesn't actually have any. If they don't meaning. care about football, they learn really quick and they get into it because it's not really. It's kind of frowned upon to not know what you're cheering for. Yeah, it seems like, <laughs> it, it seems like it'd just be more difficult, you know, like if you're not. Yeah, you, you have know, no idea what's going to on the, uh, to the game. Uh, there were girls I know that. Um, I mean, for me, it was easy. It was a natural thing. I had grown up dancing and cheering mm-hmm. for football um, and watching it with my parents. So. You know, I always tried to reach, you know, reach back and help rookies or girls that didn't really know what was going on and just kind of say, like, you know, do you see what the ref's doing with his hands? Do you know what that means? And just kind of, you just help each other out and just teach people that weren't sure what was going on. You, so there's captains deciding which dance we're actually going to do at any given moment. Yes. And then how do you belay that order? Is is that a megaphone thing? Does everyone have uh, speakers in their ears? No, so the best way to think of it is that... um, Depending on how the teams are run, uh, from across the league, what I've seen, I feel like most squads do four corners of girls, or they do two, and they rotate. Um, on the field, like, On the field, four, in the corners, yeah, yeah corner. the gotcha, corners gotcha. of the, off, not on the field itself, but on the sidelines. Right, right. So, um, these mini groups essentially are like their own team, and mm-hmm. a little family, and they start working together, and you get really close, and you know the girls, and the, the groups don't really change. So that way you can kind of form a mini team within the big team that functions on its own. So there's nothing, you don't really coordinate across the way with the other girls. You just, you go when you're supposed to go and do what you're supposed to do. And then you listen to your uh, captain. So everyone has the, kind of the same set list, but you're doing different things. Yes, time, exactly. Depending on, 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 what, on the calls your captain is making. Yep. Okay. End of the game. What happens at the end of the game? Are you, do you just like... I don't know, put on your jacket and go home we with everyone toss else. toss our palms over our shoulder and we know. Yeah, um, actually, yeah. Like, so, the traffic on the way out of the stadium just like everyone else? <laughs> yes, do we to, do. Like, do you have to sit around and clean up? No, we fight the traffic like everyone else. Um, it's nice to go back to your regular life and you're exhausted, so you really just want to get home. God, I can't even imagine, <laughs> like, you come home. What time do you get home from a 1.30 game? Um, 1.30 games are awesome because you get home around 5, depending on where you live, 5 or 6, and then you get to catch the football at night. Ah. <laughs> on TV, so, so you can not, go not home. Sick and, of it yet. No, no. So you can go home and get your pizza and wings and kick your feet up and ice your feet and your legs and stretch. It and must watch be hard to know you you have to go to work the next day. Like, oh I my god! To, like, you just I, you, uh, know, you just want a Saturday after Sunday. The right? first few um, games, my first season, I felt like I got hit by a bus, and I used to actually call in the next day. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go to work. <laughs> did they know you were a cheerleader? Or they, they did. They did. But they under- it's my personal time. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> It's my PTO. I get to use it well, how I'm, I want. I'm very sick. After- I'm using my personal time to sleep. I'm not going on a tropical vacation like normal people. <laughs> that, that, se- that seems fair. That seems fair. But now you're used to it? Like, you just... Oh, my gosh. By, by my fifth year, 
I could finish a game and then I was like, does anyone want to like go out to dinner? And then the next day I'd go to work and I would go to a workout class after work and be fine. <laughs> During the off weeks, are you still watching the games? Yes. You, so you have to actually stay um, very updated on what's going on with your team. And Why? even further, you want to know what's going on in the league. Because uh, doing appearances, people want to ask you questions. I people want to speak to you. A lot of times, another misconception is people think that we're out there and we have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. with the team, with football. But I can tell you, I have watched some of my girlfriend's school people. Unbelievably. It is, like, so so rewarding. Oh, my God. You're just, like, boom, roasted. You're done. Is there a particular incident that, like, comes to mind when you think about it? Oh, my gosh. One time, my friend. So, my friend, she is an encyclopedia. She's so smart, and she's so great with football. History, facts, knowledge, what's currently going on. And this photographer was trying to... He was testing her. Like, he kept being like, do you know this? Do you know that? Is that something that happens a lot? Like, annoying men being like, name three quarterbacks from the 70s. Oh, my God. Yeah, who, yeah, oh, yeah. Who was, uh, who were the members of this team and blah, blah, blah. And she just rattled it off so calmly. And he tried to call her out and say she was wrong. And she was like, actually, you're wrong. But that's okay. That's That's like when the teacher's wrong and you know it. Like, what a feeling. But always said with a smile and very nice. You are, of course, of course. So that's fun. I mean, what are, like, I have to assume this has opened up some just crazy opportunities, just like weird situations and things you never thought you'd find yourself in. Is there, like, any, 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 like, crazy appearances or stuff that have come out of this? So I, uh, with the team itself, I have been super lucky to do television appearances. Um, I've done calendar trips that I've got to, and I am not the model girl. I'm never, I've never tried to be a model. But you modeled in the, what's that like? Because modeling, it's like, you know, there's like a photographer. It's and they're like, scary. It's, yeah, it's, it's like not like your friend taking pictures of you. It's just another no. thing. So um, it, um, Amazing. It's I'm super glad I got the experience because it's something that I would never go out of myself to try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really fun and it was fun to push myself and do something that's not in my wheelhouse. What was the time. hardest part? Because people, they look at models, they're like, ah, oh, you just go out there. Yeah, that's enough. You should do a show on that. I Talk would... to some models. <laughs> yeah, okay, sold. But, uh, what, is, what do people not appreciate? Because people probably think it's very easy. What do, what do people not realize is so hard about well, it? Well, with the calendar trips, um, it's, I think, I know my parents especially were like, oh, God, rough life. You're going off right. to paradise and but you're going to yeah. be pampered. Where were you? Um, so I've gone on a few. I've gone to Jamaica. I've gone to um, Turks and Caicos. And I have been to Jamaica, Turks and Caicos. And, oh, my gosh, I cannot think of the last place I went to. So, I'm assuming it was a picturesque, this beautiful so, beach. Oh, the Cayman Islands. Okay. The Cayman, oh, that was so nice, the Cayman Islands. So, um, you know, my parents are like, oh, you're, it's so rough, rough life. But it's a working vacation. You're not sleeping in. You're on a schedule. And people don't realize that we're doing appearances while we're on these trips. So we're doing goodwill appearances, visiting hospitals, um, working with whatever hotel we're staying at and hanging out with the guests and doing things like that, which... To be on all the time is totally, yeah. really exhausting. And then, um, you know, on top of that, you're also prepping to shoot a picture that a lot of people are going to see in a swimsuit. So you're trying to work out and stay in shape and stay on your fitness uh, grind while you're doing all of that. So I will say uh, I got home from my first trip and I went to work. I went right to work because I'm like that crazy traveler. Like I'll mm. take the red eye and then I'll go right to work. And I got there and I might have fallen asleep on my desk and everyone was like are you that tired from the beach 
<laughs> what about uh, the modeling itself? Is there anything that was difficult about like once you're once once all said and done, you're on the beach and the photographer's there? Was that itself? Uh, no, we are so lucky. Our so the our photographer is amazing, super super talented, and makes you feel so comfortable. So for somebody like me that is not the most comfortable behind the camera or you know trying to do the whole sexy model thing. Um, it was really, really comforting. And once you get in the groove and you're comfortable, it kind of came naturally. Is that what you were trying as to do? As natural as I could make it be. <laughs> were, you, were you like, I'm trying to do a sexy model thing? Was that like what's going through your head? Um, were you like trying to act like a... Yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. I practiced before. <laughs> what is, so what is that? Like, what is practicing for that? Like sitting in my mirror at home. Like. What did you think? Well, I actually would take pictures of like, you know, the Victoria's Secret catalog and kind of try to mimic what they were doing. I don't think that's crazy. I don't, it's, like, <laughs> it's like anything else. I mean, I assume like in becoming a professional cheerleader, like you watch other cheerleaders. Yeah. And like what are they doing yeah. that's good and interesting Act, yeah. and try to build Just a... watch and try to copy what's going on. So What did you think when you finally saw the pictures? Like what was your reaction? Who is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, how come you didn't recognize yourself? Because of like retouching or because uh, of, like, oh, God, no, of they, the situation so we're, and the photography? We're super not really retouched that much. Um. I have noticed on our pictures, like, I'll have, like, a bruise. I'm very clumsy. Probably the <laughs> clumsiest NFL cheerleader in existence. Um, so That's a I sitcom pilot. Right <laughs> I typically have a bruise somewhere on my body. And, like, I've noticed them in pictures before. And I'm like, oh, so they're really not over-photoshopping us at all. So if it's not that, then what is it? I think makes... it's the aura. Like, I'm like, I am not that, like, hot, cool, sexy girl. Like, I'm not, I'm more like the goofy, like, hey, let's have fun. So it's just like the way you're acting. Maybe. Yeah, it's like, whoa, who is that vixen up there? So I'm super happy. I have those now forever. And if I ever have children, I can, or grandkids, I can be like, hey, look, I was a babe once. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the thing you did. What month, do you know what, what month? Um, I was, was, was a cover, a reverse cover. So we have a uh, double sure. cover. So I was the back cover. And then I was my dad's birthday month, September. Happy birthday, dad. <laughs> Are there, are there other, like, cool opportunities that cheerleading has opened up, like other travel opportunities? Yeah, so like um, not so much travel, but I've gotten a lot of uh, side jobs, which I am, I don't knock the hustle. I love making money. Totally. <laughs> so I um, have gotten to do a lot of cool dance jobs on the side. Um, I just got to work at an EDC festival dressed up I gotta ask for Jägermeister as a deer. What's EDC? Uh, it's a techno concert, I guess. Is that EDM? EDM? Yes. Okay. It's one of those types of concerts. Cool, cool. So I got to work at that, which is not really my scene. I'm not too into that. But it was super interesting. I got to meet a lot of cool people. And I got to dress up like a deer for two days. And I got a nice paycheck for that. <laughs> it must... Wait. They had you dressed up like a deer? It was amazing. I'll show you a picture after. <laughs> they hi they hired cheerleaders and ha dressed them up in no. costumes? No. So this was a freelance thing. So this is just, oh, you know, making making connections in the NFL. Um, I'm very lucky that I have been able to meet girls from all over the league. Mm -hmm. And so through that, you kind of get connections and you get... It's just that whole showbiz world where it's, oh, I know somebody that can do that. Uh, do you want to you get in touch with her? And then somebody emails you and they're like, hey, I have a job. Do you want to work this? And it's nice little extra money to help pay for all my friends' weddings that I'm in. <laughs> when you see other teams and you see other cheerleaders, do you recognize? Are there are there different styles? Like, could you if, if we gave you a blind taste test, could you could you watch a routine and and think, oh yeah, that's from Baltimore. I know that. I one. did it last night actually. So what are the things you look for? What are, what are, <laughs> and you don't even have to be specific about this team is that or this team is that. But like, what are what are telltale signs of different? Every like, team has its own voice, I guess. So uh, some teams are a little sexier than others. My good friend dances for the Redskins, 
and they are a sex pot team. Oh my gosh, Hello. I look at them and I'm like, I want to be you guys. Um, and then some teams do a lot of kicking. A lot of teams are known for if they're more hip hop. Mm. And then you get into like NBA and that's a whole nother world. Then you have like the super oh. hip hop dancers. What's the difference between NBA cheerleading and NFL cheerleading? So NBA, obviously, well, for sport. Um, they're indoor all the time. They're not really, yeah. there's no exposure. Wait a minute. How do you deal with that? Let's go back to that. Okay, that. rewind. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, this a is question. a question I get yeah, a lot. Because it's, uh, the NFL, they play in the winter. It gets cold. Yes. Yeah, how do you deal with that? Uh, it's not that hard, and I know people are going to say, like, this sounds crazy. She's making this up. Um, we like to say the heat is in the moves, so you mm -hmm. don't stop dancing. Mm -hmm. So on the sideline, we call uh, smaller dances that you just do for a few times around. Just that and you just can keep see, doing or it's them. Just for yep, warmth. everyone can see. Mm -hmm. It's you know, it's, we're entertaining, but, you're but dancing it's, more in the winter. Yes, we're entertaining, but we're also trying to stay warm. Um, and heating pads and heat foot and hand warmers and Under Armour and all of that. You know, second layer, base layer, all of it. You just bundle up. And you go out there and you put your show on. What's the coldest weather you ever cheerleaded in? Uh, I've cheerleaded been, I, cheer, cheerled, cheerled. I, <laughs> I have been very lucky. I just told somebody this last night. I never had a super cold, cold game. I think the coldest I was out was maybe 40, 30, 40 degrees. So I never had like a 12 degree mm -hmm. game. Um, and one of my games, uh, unheard of, I want to say it was 70 something degrees. And we were actually in our summer two piece uniforms in December. Uh, and we wanted to be. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, no, 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 it's kind of cold. We were like, it is hot. We don't want to be in the one piece. Please, can we wear the two-piece summer uniform? Thank God we all have it packed. <laughs> wow. Okay, so wait. We got off track for a sec, but uh, you were comparing NBA to NFL. Yeah, so NBA and NFL. Um, NBA is probably a lot more technical, and it's a lot more uh, dance-based. What does technical mean? What technical are, what are, what dance. Are so most of everybody in, I want to say cheerleading, um, NFL and NBA, most girls have a technical dance background. So they've either trained in ballet, jazz, hip hop, all of them since they were young. A lot of girls since they were like two years old have been in the dance studio and have been training for this like their whole lives. Um, NBA is a lot, there's a lot more technical tricks you can do because they're on a floor which mm. is mimics a studio atmosphere. Uh, an NFL field is turf, and it's really hard to turn and do all the tricks that you would normally I do, see. especially in the boots. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you stick a little bit. <laughs> and then I guess like at the competition, like that's on a floor too, right? Yeah, so if like when you're younger, you grow up and you're on a, you're on a wood floor typically for competition. So it mimics um, that traditional dance style a little more than NFL does. Um, but it's just as showy, it's just as flashy, and it's really exciting. They have a lot more games, so right. they they dance a lot. It's I know friend I have friends in the NBA as well, and they say it's hard to have a full time job when you're there because they're always there. It's all the but time. But you still need one because it's oh my god, yeah. Even NBA games well, only about forty. You got to pay a year. Got to pay like your that. rent. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, what about the pom poms? Like I'm always interested in equipment. Do you, do you have a, a, a a personal preference for a certain style of pom pom, or is any are all pom poms the same to you? No, <laughs> you asked the pom pom freak too. I'm a weirdo oh, about them. Oh yeah, tell me. So, let's, let's get nerdy about okay. pom poms. So I do not like. I can tell which one which ones are mine. So if mine get mixed up and I grab somebody else's, you know. And I'm not the only cheerleader because other girls have said this. You pick it up and your hand kind of molds to it, and you're like. This is not mine. So and then somebody like, else is, you're like, somebody has my palm. Okay, okay. So 
even amongst identical pom poms, you can identify yours just from like the weight and this the, the, the way the you holder. hold it and the way you've like. So it's basically uh, for people not in the know. It is just a bar. It's a plastic bar, and then the pom pom material is mm-hmm. on the, each end of it, and it's what is pom pom material? I, it's I, just, I'm not sure I've ever touched a pom pom. It's like a I've played, I've, shiny plastic. I'm not sure. It's like shiny plastic. Mm-hmm, okay, um, nothing fancy. No, nothing fancy. Really, it's not. They just look really cool. They do. Look, they are attention getting. <laughs> but then, do you have a preference amongst brands of pom poms no, or styles or no. anything like that? Uh, no, I've never actually had. To, maybe in college, I ordered them for the team. But you know, typically for NFL, it's everything's given to you. You give it all back. You don't keep anything. What other equipment do you need? What what kind of shoes do you wear? You get boots. Boots. Yeah, boots. What are the boots? The like? tall white boots. Tall white. <laughs> Is that hard to get around in? No, surprisingly, it's not. When I first made the team, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. How am I going to do this? It is not that hard. It's, they're actually, you get used to it, and then you're like, wow, this is actually kind of comfortable. What? It sounds very hard <laughs> to be a cheerleader. I mean, it just sounds difficult. Is there a part that is the most difficult that we haven't uh, Um. Besides the schedule, scheduling is really hard. I know I've danced with girls that are moms. Oh, I've yeah. danced with, you know, girls that are really high up in their jobs, like CEO, almost level positions. Obviously not that high, but very high up. Lawyers. Um, They're lawyer cheerleaders? Yes, I've danced. I think that's, that's here's a another sitcom. misconception. A um, people think that, no, you know, this is a full-time job or that the girls have jobs outside that are just kind of low level. But I've danced with lawyers. I've danced, I danced with a girl um, from another team and she was, she worked at a, pharmaceutical company and she actually like made the drug recipes and made well, she was That's an so engineer cool. for drugs are there male cheerleaders too uh baltimore has a co-ed team because they do stunting so they have right. guys that throw the girls up in the air but it's that's really a, awesome that's, a, that's uncommon still in the nfl uh yes very okay. uncommon in the nfl but there are um uh like hype teams kind of that do you know they shoot the t-shirt cannons and they run the flags or whatever the team the individual team has going on for their game day. Have you ever fired a t-shirt cannon? No, I want to. It seems so fun. Right? I like want to tackle them sometimes. Like I'm like, give me the cannon. I think they're kind of dangerous. Like, I in close agree. Range, you know, like you can't like. I uh, really want to though. Like yeah. I, I actually now that I'm retired, have been like maybe I should go out for the hype team and like just shoot the t-shirts. Because what's the hype team? The hype team is not cheerleaders, but they're, they're like, yeah, they're yeah, like promotional people. They run out, they shoot the cannons Do out. Between, well, that's baseball, like probably. You know, I'm not sh- actually because I was always in the locker room. Um, I'm sure they're roaming around you know, before the game even starts, kind of in the crowd, hyping people up. So maybe that's my next thing. How much of, like, the cheerleading... How do you judge success within cheerleading? Is it actually just getting the crowd excited? Like, when the crowd is loud, that means you're doing, success your, is that, that the, mean you're doing your job well? Uh, we like to think so, yes. So I'm, I'm going to keep true to what I think in my head, that they're yeah. cheering because we're getting them pumped up, even though maybe a huge touchdown just got caught whatever well it seems like like a lot of it if the touchdown if someone catches a touchdown there's going to be a big applause yes it seems like a lot of the value you guys add isn't necessarily when there's a touchdown but rather no it's the side stuff yeah so it's like i said before like you know when you have the first down like we all do a certain dance or a move to it and you get the you get the crowd doing it with you yeah what do you do when uh, someone throws an interception like deflates the crowd, everyone's sad. Oh, like, what, what, what do you? What do you I do? am your, so not strategy? good at this. The wrong person to ask. So because I really do love watching football, 
um, I would get yelled at quite a bit for making faces on the field when I wasn't happy with the outcome of the play. Um, but, with, you know, as cheerleaders, we have to always be upbeat. So even when, you know, there's an interception or something bad happens, like we still have to be like, it's all right, you know, keep going sure. and keep the smile on. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest part. Of I'm like, no, how did you drop that? <laughs> but it. What do you, is there something you can do to turn the crowd around and get the crowd back? It's just, you know, a smile and a wave and keep smiling and waving and keep them going. <laughs> do you have, uh, I'm trying to think of like pop culture representations of cheerleading. And the one that I can think of is, is the one that comes to mind first anyway, is bring it on. Right? Yes. Bring it on. Oh like, my God. Movie. Yes. As a, I grew up watching that over do, and over. Do cheerleaders like bring it on? Or are they yes. like, oh, that's not, okay. So cheerleaders. Yes. It, I watch it now when it's on, you know, whatever channel it will come on. I will still sit down and watch it. And it's so old at this point. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like a 15 year old movie. I I feel like it came out when I was in high school. Are there school. any other pop culture cheerleaders who, when you were a kid, or even now, you're like, uh, got, got really excited? I don't know. Now it's more cool to see um, kind of former cheerleaders branching out in show business, and you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, she's made it so far. Um, I know what George Clooney's ex-girlfriend, Stacey Keebler, I think she was a Ravens cheerleader. I'm not sure exactly. And then she was like a wrestler. She went to like the WWE and was a wrestler oh, after. yeah. I remember her. But like her, she started cheerleading. And um, one of the Desperate Housewives was a Lakers girl. Like they're, it's cool to see, you know, people that have moved on um, and gone into other things. So all I'm hearing about cheerleading, I hear you talk about all the training and all the time. And it sounds so hard and difficult. <laughs> But uh, at the end, was it worth it? Like, yes. You're, you're happy you did all this. I, I would never change it. It changed my life for the better. Can I, can I ask why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why, why, absolutely. What makes it all worth it? Um, it's, you don't realize how hard you can push yourself physically until you actually do it. I don't think the everyday person really pushes themselves to that limit. I've, I mean, I've had times... I spent my whole first year coming home like crying, thinking I can't do this, but I still went back every day and I was like, I am going to do this. Like I'm going to I'm going to prove that I can do this, that I can be the best, that I can hang in there with the veterans and I can dance just as well as them. Um and I think it takes a certain type of person that can really hang in there and do it, especially, you know, for multiple years. Um so just looking back on it and thinking like I could if I can run 5 laps and do push-ups and sprints in a 97-degree day, and it's, like, no sweat for me, or I can dance for a 12-hour day, and it's, you know, a summer game is hot in August preseason. It's it's hot out there, and it's 10 degrees warmer on the field. So, you know, you leave those moments, and in the moment, you're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. But then you finish, and you're like, I am a beast. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're retired, um, how, how are you getting – how are you getting that thrill? Is it left? Oh my gosh! Line? I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to go skydiving or something. <laughs> do you, I mean? Do you miss it? Uh, I do. I miss more so the relationships. Mm -hmm. This first year has been really nice. This I mean, is the first year that you're not. This is it. my first season off. Um, I still, it's not really kicked in the yet. The one that's I don't about think. to start. Yes. Oh, yeah, so yeah. you haven't really. Um, Preseason has started for the NFL. So. But you haven't had the opportunity to watch a full season at home yet. Kind no. Of had, kind of had the civilian experience. No, again. not yet. Like, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I. It's got to be nice, like. I don't it's know, wonderful wake, to wake up on a Sunday, sleep into. I don't know, 6 a.m. or whatever you consider sleeping. I've in been life. able to catch up on things I wanted to do. So I've gotten to travel a lot and mm. do some trips that I wanted to take. Um, and just kind of live a normal life for a little bit, which has been really nice. 
Um, I miss my friends. I miss the the studio atmosphere. I miss being, you know, around like-minded girls um, for hours and hours and hours on end. So that's probably what I miss the most is just the people. Um, but other than that, I'm... Is there a community? Uh, I mean, you can still hang out, right? Is there, is yeah. there a community oh, of, yeah. of ex-cheerleaders? Mm-hmm. We have our group chats, and sure, then we all, sure. hey, who's hanging out? What are we doing this weekend? What beach are we going to? Is, um, and then I'm still really close to a lot of girls from across the league, so I've traveled to uh, D.C., and anytime you're in a new city, if, or if you're just traveling, there's I can call up a girl in any city and be like, hey, I'm in town. Do you, do you want to go out to brunch, or do you want to do something? It's kind of interesting and cool how well i guess i, I don't know like you're not uh rivals you know even no. you're from different teams no you guys, you guys can also get people always think that how do you meet a cheerleader from another team like, so what, um the opportunity to meet? there's conventions there's nfl cheerleader conventions that you can go to that's interesting because it's probably what i guess 30 teams times what 20 or 30 cheerleaders per team pretty much yeah so it's not you know it's really not a huge world um, it's like, I, we, I think we were saying like, it's like 3% of the women in the world that ever get to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you go to these conferences and people think like, oh, we're going to like stare each other down and like dance battle. But no, I'm like, I really love how you do your hair. Can you show me how to do right. that? Um, and then from there you just make friends. And now with social media, I mean, it's so easy to keep track of each other. So you're like, oh, what's, what's your, you know, what's your page or whatever. So then you can just. You can all link up and stay in touch, and it's really super cool. It's interesting and fun how it's sort of uh, this whole community that's just uh, separate. It seems very uh, positive from from the sport itself. Is that right? It's a sisterhood. It really is. Um, And I will say every time I've ever had to, you know, we've had a group of cheerleaders come into a restaurant or a building or kind of interact with people in the, you know, quote unquote civilian world. Um... A lot of times when we're leaving, I always kind of linger back and I'm like, thank you so much, whatever. And a lot of what I get back is like, you were the nicest girls, like you were just lovely to, to work with or to hang out with. And I think it's really special because I think people automatically see a pretty girl or a girl that's really done up and they want to think like, oh, she's probably mean. She's probably nasty and so into herself. And that's really not how it is at all. And a lot of times it's just, a group of girl, really nice girls that have come together and happen to be really good at dancing and doing makeup. <laughs> well, let me ask you, last question that just occurred to me. Why Why do you think baseball doesn't have cheerleaders? Why are there no um, cheerleaders in baseball? I would say it's... Because it is an incredibly slow game. If there's yeah. any game that could benefit from people Some teams yelling have at like, you to keep you pumped up, it's probably baseball, Yeah, right? you need something going on. Some teams have, like, um, I think they do have, like, baseball kind of quote-unquote cheerleaders. I'm not exactly sure. I don't really know that world too much. Um, I think it's probably just really rooted in tradition. I know there's even NFL teams that won't have cheerleaders because that's their organization's tradition, and that's what the initial owners wanted. So, I mean, it's what what whoever is in charge wants. Do you ever think about cheerleading for things that don't already have cheerleaders? Like maybe you could rent a cheerleader for your office to get you up for your job for the day or just, you know. I don't know. I think they're, I mean, my team alone, so there's probably 40. Well, then you have to multiply it by how many girls have actually ever been on the team. Um, Just a million of us running around being super sunshiny and happy and trying to keep people positive all the time. I will say I'm that annoying person in my office. Right, Like right. when everyone's You're getting angry, I'm like, 
I'm like, let's go to lunch and let's take a break. Let's go take a walk around the uh, so around funny. the office. And everyone's like, calm down. It's, it's, it's great that you're the cheerleader, like, even when you're not the, when you're not being the cheerleader. Well, you got to have a sunny personality to uh, be in that job. <laughs> well, Bree, uh, I feel like uh, I know a lot more about cheerleading than I did than I did an hour ago. Thanks so much for uh, stopping by, talking, no tell us no all about problem. it. No problem. Hope you feel pumped up. <laughs> this Mental Floss podcast was brought to you by tonight's all-new episode of Adam Ruins Everything, airing Tuesdays at 10, 9 central on True TV.